And just like that, we're back. You're listening to WXYC 89.3. It's fashion rap. And in honor of Drake and Rihanna's new relationship, we're doing a deep dive. <laughs> yes. we're, going, we're going all the way. You know, if there's anything you ever thought you wanted to know about Drake and Rihanna and how this all came to be, uh, your questions will be answered after this uh, overview. Yes. So without further ado, welcome to Fashion Rap's Drake Hearts Rihanna edition. Very special. Very, very rare. Very special. All right. So take us back, Femi. 2005. 2005. And, you know, up until very recently, no one would have thought the timeline started this far back. But yeah. at the VMAs recently, where Drake and Rihanna kind of came out as a couple, Drake said in his speech, the first time I met Robin Fenty, it was 2005. She was shooting a music video at a restaurant called Avocado in Toronto. Of the course. song was Ponder Replay. And its director of the video was Little X. Wow. <laughs> he also says that he also said during that speech that he was in love with her at that point. Mm-hmm, I think he said mm-hmm. he was 22 at the time. Yes, very young. And he wasn't Baby famous, Drake. and she was. That's oh, a very yeah. important detail. Right, right. It will, you know, I thought he said that in a really weird way. He mm-hmm. phrased it kind of strangely. I don't remember exactly how it was, but essentially he was trying to say that back then you were famous and you've been famous all along, but. I was not famous then, and look how famous I am now. Right, and it was almost like he was saying, like, hey, now that I'm more famous than you, isn't this weird that I'm giving you this award because I'm more famous than you? Like, it was really strange. A little backhanded, yeah, and I, especially for somebody who's, like, trying to make the love connection. You right, know? right. But maybe that's just my impression. In of a it. moment there, know. you could see, like, why he has so much trouble, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and as we'll discover as we go through this deep dive, you know, Drake seems to have quite a few lady issues. Right. <laughs> He's definitely not. It's it's pretty ironic because for someone who makes his living off of... Uh, the things he says he's not very great when it comes to like talking about like the women he's going after no and especially for someone who considers himself like a hardcore mama's boy Mm -hmm. um to have like the views on relationships and women that he seems to have is a little questionable it's wonky it is a little wonky yeah indeed indeed drake indeed but you know, without further ado... What's next on the timeline? 2009. Hmm. Well, you know, I'm sure there were some musings around in between, but I, my guess, and I mean, who knows if this is true or not, but my guess would be that Drake tried to, you know, work his way in, weasel his way into a relationship with Rihanna, and she probably shut it down right. multiple times. I think you know? so. Because she, she's been bad since the beginning. Yeah. I think she's, like, more externally, like, hard now uh-huh. since her whole yeah. chris brown fiasco yeah but again perhaps just my interpretation <laughs> anyway 2009 chris brown was charged for assaulting rihanna his then girlfriend mm, that was mm. big and that almost like it was quite the assault quite. it was like a karate assault isn't chris brown a black belt mm-hmm. she if you haven't seen the pictures, don't look. But they were terrible. Yeah, they're really, really, it was really terrible. awful. Like, you don't it's, even need to look. It's like bad. Chris Brown's probably still deserves to be in jail for that incident. Mm-hmm. Definitely madness. Definitely. So, so what else happened in two thousand nine? After that, in the May of two thousand nine, um, Rihanna and Chris Brown had split. Obviously, Drake and Rihanna were spotted together just a few months after the incident. They were getting cozy at Lucky Strike Bowling Alley in New York City. Um, page six has it that she was drinking whiskey and apple juice and making out with him all night, says a spy. They were really <laughs> cute together. The two left around midnight. 
So that was one of the first times we saw Drake and Rihanna together mm-hmm, at Lucky mm-hmm. Strike. And that will be significant because it appears in one of his lyrics oh, a yeah. year later. Yeah, yeah. Here's the lyric. Um, it's, she was drinking whiskey. Oh, wait, no, that's not the lyric. Just kidding. Here's <laughs> the lyric. Who could have predicted Lucky Strike would have you stuck with me? Damn, I kept my wits about me luckily. What happened between us that night? It always seems to trouble me. Now all of a sudden these gossip blogs want to cover me. And you making it seem that it happened that way because of me. Yeah. And uh That's pretty interesting that she feels that way. You know, that Rihanna seems to think that him uh putting her into this song and hanging out with her in public like this Mm -hmm. is more of a publicity stunt trying to get his name into the papers and ultimately boost his career right you know isn't that crazy and it and it shows you how differently we can think about these things as time passes because now drake's such a big star that just that just seems absurd Mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. rihanna would be worried about him using her name for headlines but at the time it's Definitely Probably a thing. True, yeah. It's possible. Exactly. I wouldn't put it past Drake. He seems to be a master of the media. Right, right. But, you know, again, here's Drake trying to validate his feelings to the public because in an interview with Elle Mag, he talked about his point of view on his fling with Rihanna and um, he is asked about Fireworks, which is that song we just read the lyrics from. Mm-hmm. And um, he says that, no, he's not necessarily Rihanna's rebound and that she did hurt him but she (laughs) didn't mean to (laughs) drake one of the best parts about looking back at all these drake and rihanna incidents was seeing all of drake's hurt quotes because that man like he gets on the couch and he spills his heart like it's like i was a pawn and (laughs) standing there where's the pawn quote here it is um in an article or in an interview with times in 2010 uh, upon his debut album release he said i was a pawn you know what she was doing to me she was doing exactly what i've done to so many women throughout my life which is show them quality time then disappear i was like wow this feels terrible uh what do you think (laughs) that's so funny it's just funny it's like laugh out loud funny what do you think drake's idea of quality time is i was really curious about that that is a really great question (laughs) you know i i wonder like what's drake's ideal date because his whole perspective about relationships seems very high school so you think it's like trip to the bowling alley and a movie maybe in the past it was trip to the boat like very like traditional uh-huh. date like going on a first date let's get ice cream uh-huh. and like hold hands yeah. and stuff, which is cute i guess but also for somebody like a bad girl like rihanna yeah. you gotta really do something better yeah, you know but <laughs> i think now that he's really rich and famous that's probably not his idea of a date i bet he's like i'm gonna fly you to italy to eat italian food yeah. you know like i think he's like he's gonna, more extravagant now yeah it's Blow so funny because sometimes with the musicians, they'll, they'll still be doing like regular, regular things. Like Future's always like chicken wings and fries. <laughs> we don't go on dates and yep. stuff like that. So I wonder. I bet you Drake Drake still probably has a pretty regular, regular. Do you think so? I The only reason I think he... I mean, do I think his attempts at extravagancy would be successful? I think there's a chance that they would, but there's also a decent chance that they wouldn't be. Because think about like that billboard thing that happened recently. I that mean, billboard was butt. It was real butt, like for a lot of reasons. One, it didn't even just congratulate her; it congratulated like the OVO team, which is something that he works with too. So like, how sincere 
of like a gesture is it for Rihanna specifically? Probably not that sincere, but also the aesthetic of it. Right. What did you think? In case you missed it, Drake recently posted a billboard or like bought out a billboard in what was it, Toronto? Yeah, I think it was yeah, Toronto. Basically congratulating Rihanna on her VMA win. Was it a VMA? I think it was for I the think VMA it was like win. it was for like work going platinum or something. Ah. Yeah. And but anyway, he it was basically a billboard that said in like scripty font, uh, congrats Rihanna and the OVO team on <laughs> work. And then it was like in OVO colors. But it yeah. was like it was like well, really it was over just the black top. And, white. and yeah, and it was before that they had announced themselves as a couple, so it just felt like one of those things that Drake was doing to impress her and right. like everybody pretty universally was like, This is lame. Yeah. Like, wow, Drake, step it up. Mm-hmm. And and even Rihanna kinda called him out. But like she her, sure did. her like tone with that whole thing is questionable because i can see her like actually making fun of him mm-hmm. in that because when she posted a picture of it what it what was the thing that she said again it was like basically something along the lines of like oh wow like you're square yeah she <laughs> said uh she basically called him extra for yeah. doing it yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but at the same time she could have been doing that jokingly yeah. you know maybe this is the kind of thing that really appeals to her right who knows but Anyway. Oh, back right. to the timeline. Back to the timeline. October 2010, Rihanna and Drake put out their first duet, What's My Name, Fire Track. Mm. The video for which shows the two of them hanging out alone, eating takeout, and drinking white wine together. Hmm. What was, was What's My Name? That was on her album, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, na, na. Didn't they have another collab on, um, oh, Take Care? They had, uh, yeah. I didn't see this one in like all the timeline pieces, but it. Oh, it's called Take Care. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was in 2012. Mm-hmm. And the music video came out in April of 2012. Okay. Yeah. And and there are even lyrics in that song that may point to Der- Drake's confusion over the status of his relationship with mm. Rihanna at that point. He says, can't deny that I want you, but I'll lie if I have to. Because you don't say you love me to your friends when they ask you, even Sounds though we so both Rihanna. know that you do. You do. Mm. Mm. There goes Drake the mind reader. <laughs> uh yeah, how's he gonna put that on here? Do but. you do you think that their relationship status is represented by the songs, or are the songs separate from what's going on between them? You know, I think to Drake they're definitely represented. <laughs> Maybe not to Rihanna. Mm-hmm. I don't know that Rihanna really ever sings about him at this point in their life, but I think he really seems to take all of his Rihanna interactions very personally. Yeah. You know? I think everybody who has interactions with Rihanna takes them extremely personally. Yeah. My brother, like, Rihanna walked past him at some, like, music concert he was at. Really? And, like, immediately he called me and he was like, Rihanna smells like cake. Like, so I feel <laughs> like, I feel like everybody who it comes in contact with Rihanna is always, like, overwhelmed by She's her magic. presence. Yeah. Yeah. I believe that. <laughs> She's my boo. I yeah. love her so <laughs> you too it's you too she got you too she got me too but yeah so i mean again going back to how these lyrics might reflect on drake or rihanna's feelings about the other i think definitely for drake because during this period they have quite a few interactions yeah back in july 2011 um tmz reported that drake and rihanna exhibited pda at a nightclub together in toronto and they ended up leaving together hey. so hey Hey, turn up. You know, and and not too long after that, they were seen at a nightclub, and a fright broke out between. Yes, this is where things get very lit. Twenty twelve was an extremely lit year in terms of uh, love triangles. Mm -hmm. Probably one of the more high profile love triangles in hip hop history. 
took off in February 2012, like you said, mm-hmm. uh, a bar fight broke out between Brown and Drake's entourage. Brown even wound up with a gash on his chin while Drake's rep claimed he was not involved at all. Still, rumors swirled that the alleged altercation could have been about Rihanna. And then... And probably and then, was. And then it gets better. A lawsuit filed by Chris Brown's bodyguard <laughs> would later allege that the fight started over a heated, acrimonious, and ongoing rivalry for the affections of Rihanna. <laughs> and that thing came to blows the night when Drake requested that a person employed by the bar as a server who was providing excessive amounts of intoxicating beverages deliver a note to Chris Brown. The note stated... I am explicit, but basically having sex with the love of your life is <laughs> pretty petty. I think that's Very like a, a 10 on the, the petty scale. I don't I think it, I think that. that's as petty as it gets. And tell like what happened before that? Chris Brown had allegedly tried to make he, peace with him. Yeah, yeah. He tried to send him a. Oh, no, that was in the future. That was at a different. Incident. Oh, that was later. Yeah. OK, damn. Chris Brown's coming off it like a saint here. After Drake throws a ball at him and sends him that crappy note. Right, right. He's still trying to make peace. Yeah, but I mean, essentially, this kind of seems to happen more than once. You know, one of them either instigates or tries to make peace, but it ends up being perceived as instigation because Chris Brown sent a bottle of champagne to Drake's (laughs) table. Drake rejects it, causes a fight between the entourages yet again. So, you know, here we are, two men fighting over Rihanna. But, you know, as, and I think that's what's so great about having constructed this timeline. It gives me so much insight into, like, the emotions at the time. And to me, when I look back at these things, I feel like when they first happened, I was like, oh, Chris Brown, like, what's wrong with him? But the more I think about the way Drake handles everything, I'm like, this is all his fault. Because mm-hmm. Chris Brown's be trying to be cool with him, even though Drake got with his girl after they had dated, which you... Typically, you're, if you know the person, you're right. supposed to at least like hit them up and be like, "Hey, like this is and what's I going doubt on." Drake did that. And I doubt Drake did that. And then he gets mad when Chris Brown's trying to make like peace with him. Mm-hmm. So it's like at that point, what's Chris Brown supposed to do? You're just being a jerk to him. Like, I don't give a rat's butt about Chris Brown though, because yeah. you know, there's nothing that can make up for the fact that you abused her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so, but I do understand what you're saying in terms of his own emotions regarding Drake. Right. He really can't win because yeah. Drake is as petty as it gets yeah. you know there's nothing you can do to counteract that really. and that's really only drake's only out like if drake was being that way truly because he felt he needed to be that way because chris brown was a woman beater then that's straight right, right? but i was part of me the impression that that's not what motivates drake yeah i agree because <laughs> he seems to be petty like across the board mm-hmm. not just in relation to chris brown so that's what makes me think that he's just really egotistical and has this idea that like the world revolves around him and when things don't go his way he gets upset and throws a hissy fit yeah i think that's way more spot on than drake the the woke (laughs) 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 so where are we at 2012 yeah yeah okay april of 2012 music video for drake's song take care features him and rihanna in an intimate embrace yet again the lyrics of this song may point to Drake's confusion over the status of his relationship at this point. Okay, yeah, these yeah, are the lyrics you mentioned about him, right. her loving him and not wanting to say she does. And Take Care was which, which album again? That was his debut album, That right? was his second album. Oh, second yeah. album. Okay, okay. And that's the one that was like full of heartbreak. Mm. So it's fitting that a lot of this Rihanna drama was happening at that time. Right, right. Well, so Drake did an interview with G- GQ later in 2012, um, and he 
talked about the incident between him and Chris Brown in that nightclub for the first time. Um, and basically, this is what he had to say. Two rappers fighting over a woman. He's not even a rapper, but still. <laughs> it's the last way you want your name out there. It distracts from the music, but he's made me the enemy, and that's the way it's going to stay, I guess. Okay, we need a major, like, uh, screech halt. Screech, screech. Like, because... From what I've read, in no way did Chris Brown make him the enemy. I, Drake that's made just him not the true. Enemy. Yeah, Drake has sent him champagne. Right. Or I mean, Chris that sent note. Drake. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, just really crazy that he feels like. Well, also he has to insult him along the way, right? Saying he's like he's not even a rapper. Even a rapper. <laughs> 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 and then putting the blame on Chris Brown kind of reveals that maybe this is a sore spot for Drake. Right, I think so. And for what it's worth, this was a very rough summer for Chris Brown because right after the Drake incident, he had the incident with Frank Ocean at Frank Ocean studio where he basically attacked Frank Ocean for yep. no reason and like said um homophobic slurs to him that were caught on video. Mm-hmm. So Chris Brown's Q score was at an probably an all time low at this point. Another reason why He's not great, and we should all be happy, regardless of Drake, right. that Rihanna is no longer with him. <laughs> but, like all things, what goes up must come down. What goes down, like, probably will come up again. So, in September of 2012, Brown <laughs> and Rihanna officially got back together and were yeah. spotted kissing at the MTV VMAs during a commercial break. Mm-mm-mm. Their reunion lasted from September 2012 through May 2013. What did you think about things when Chris Brown got back with Rihanna? You know... I don't know. I think that's really messed up. But, like, I can understand maybe from her point of view, like, she was deeply in love with this man. She thought he was the love of her life, and she was trying to, you know, forgive and forget, perhaps. Um, But I still don't think that is the best move for her. Uh, I don't know. What do you think about it? At the time, I just remember being like, what? How in the world could she possibly get back with Chris Brown? Like, And then she did the birthday cake um remix with him and i just couldn't even listen to it i can barely listen to chris brown yeah on the radio he just like i just have a lot of distaste for him he talks about women a lot on the radio which i find disconcerting because really he has no right to talk about women ever again um frankly maybe that's just my opinion but i don't know yeah i I, I can't really deal with Chris Brown music. So, yeah, basically, I, and I think that's a pretty common view is that most people were kind of, like, head-scratching about right. Chris Brown and Rihanna getting back together. But I think it does raise a serious, like, point about, you know, the relationships between two peoples and the dynamics of abusive relationships. Right? It's a which cycle. Is, yeah. Really, yeah. Until some the person, I mean, one of the people at least involved in that cycle needs to recognize that, you know, it's not going to change. They just need to remove themselves. And I think it took Rihanna a really long time to recognize that. And to be honest, I'm not so sure her family was really the best in like supporting her in trying to help her get out of that relationship mm-hmm. because her dad was quoted saying in public that he forgives Chris Brown for beating his daughter, right. which from my perspective, personally, I would never say that about <laughs> a child of mine yeah. regarding their abuser. But I don't know. I guess he has a good heart for trying to forgive and forget. Right. I, yeah, I guess you can never fault someone for being forgiving. But Right, right. And so also, just back to the September 2012 thing when Chris Brown and Rihanna got back together briefly, um, Drake and Rihanna were apparently not so buddy-buddy anymore. Uh, Rihanna, yeah, at the VMAs, um, Drake won the best hip-hop video for his song H-Y-F-R, and um, 
both Rihanna and Katy Perry, who were sitting very near each other, refused to clap as he watched or walked on stage to receive his award. Eek. Was that when she called him an a-hole? Yeah. Well, it's it's not like nobody's certain that that's what she said uh-huh. because it's just a video and but if you look at her lips mm. moving it certainly looks like she's calling him an a-hole mm. in that moment but you know who knows what right. she actually said and what it's was Katy Perry's like deal why is she not clapping who knows she a hater she, she was probably up for an award too and she just didn't win it mm-hmm. that would be my guess shouts out Katy Perry though yeah and so now moving on to September 2013 um Drake still clearly confused or hurt over anything he had in the past with Rihanna because on the Ellen show, he was asked about his fling with Rihanna during a game where they showed a bunch of celebrities that he may or may not have had a thing with. And he just said, great girl, we had our moment. (laughs) (laughs) Embarrassed, clearly. (laughs) Flustered. Poor Drake. It's amazing how flustered this man gets when it comes to Rihanna. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's true. So in September, I mean, 2013 was a bit, bit of a lull um, between for the Drake and Rihanna drama, and I have a theory as to why. But oh what's, yeah, what's your, tell me more. Yeah, my theory is that Drake was preoccupied with Nicki Minaj at this time. Yeah, because it's just like you look at all the timelines, and just basically nothing happened in the year 2013. Mm-mm. And I'm like, yeah, Drake was also like kind of obsessed with Nicki. So this yeah. must have been when he was like courting Nicki publicly. That's probably true. Right? I even saw an interview with him in which he said that. He that his mother loves Nicki Minaj and that he would marry her. <laughs> <laughs> what Nicki Minaj extra wouldn't, wouldn't marry him, right? And that that uh, unrequited love set off one of the greatest uh, beef TKOs in history when Drake <laughs> had to demolish Meek Mill. <laughs> demolish for sure, which recently arose again, right? <laughs> yeah. So in case in case you haven't been following up on the latest with Meek Mill and Drake, which I don't blame you if you haven't been. It's dusty um, now. Meek Mill recently reopened the the, the wound mm-hmm. because he started talking about it and he basically said, I don't get why Drake thought saying I was on my girls tour was an insult. And the internet collectively was like, bro, like, please just stop talking. Like, yep. y- you lost this one. Like, yep, don't bring yep. it up again. Like, if we have to explain it to you, then yeah. that's that's an L in of itself. But he's essentially saying, like, I'm proud to have a woman who makes more money than I do. Yes. Which, like, isn't necessarily a bad thing. But, like, what was the point of bringing all of this up again? <laughs> just dredging that's it up thing. for nothing. Meek's so funny. It's like, he's so genuine. But, like, it's like, come on, Meek. Yeah. Yeah. We but I bet Nikki thought you. it was sweet. Yeah. She must think it is. She must, yeah. She owes I think they look key cute together. He destroyed his career for her. That's <laughs> that's true love. They're cute. They're like meant to be. Mm-hmm. He loved her from the moment he set eyes on her. And yeah. she he courted her and it worked. That's lit. It is lit. A modern love story. Mm-hmm. February twenty fourteen. Back to the Drake and Riri timeline. Enough meek. Yeah, enough. I'm meek. allergic to owls. <laughs> this is when things really get interesting. When talking to Rolling Stone in February 2014, Drake said that Rihanna is his ultimate fantasy. <laughs> Paul, we, we're going to pause it here. It's not cool to like call people your ultimate fantasy. I don't care how in love you are with them. It's just not a cool thing to say. No. What do you think? It's, it's, it's weird. It's objectifying, no? Yeah, a little bit. I feel like I, I said this to you earlier. I was like, if, if I was Rihanna and Drake said that I was his ultimate fantasy, I would like write him off from that point forever mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. more. But apparently they didn't. They kept uh, being seen out in public together, especially in Europe. They went on vacation, supposedly. And TMZ claimed that they were officially a couple at that moment. Hmm. I don't know. 
I don't know. It sounds like things are looking up for Drake. Yeah, and following next? this, Chris Brown and Drake apparently buried the hatchet. They even performed performed together in the ESPYS at a, or during a skit. That's isn't that funny? How seems a little forced. do you think that celebrities get over beefs more than normal people? I think they're forced to by their celebrity. Because I feel like if someone threw a bottle at me. I would after, not after I had sent them a bottle in, as a peace offering, that we would never be cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-mm. Do you think they had a mediator? Do you think their agents were like, hey, like... It would look good for both of you to have this publicity stunt together. Uh-huh. Perhaps. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Yeah. And so spring 2015, jumping ahead a little bit. Um, April... Drake and Rihanna were seen hanging out at Coachella for the second year in a row. Onlookers said they looked coupley. Who doesn't look coupley at Coachella? That's true. Everybody's Who knows what drugs. they're doing? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No one's wearing any clothes. That's true. Everybody looks coupley at Coachella. Yep. Yep. But again, May 2015. <laughs> Maya, that's my um, Tim Westwood voice. I like it. The pair was spotted in a recording studio together for three hours. Reports said that things got steamy in the studio. Hmm. They allegedly spent most of the time making out, not making music. Who was paying for that studio time? I'm sure they're pissed. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Who so it, it looks like at this point, like they're kind of like a fling. But like we must mention that this is a Drake and Riri timeline. But like I know for sure that Riri has been linked. To other people during these, periods. during these periods, I mean, for the past year, she's been seen with Leonardo DiCaprio like several times. Right, so. definitely. She's definitely not exclusive with Drake while this is all, all going no, on. No. Also, Travis Scott. When did the Travis Scott thing right. start? Right, the Travis Scott thing had to have been late 2015. So, mm-hmm. basically, this period, late 2015, early 2016. Right, right. Yeah, but again, you know, this is all. I think maybe some of the confusion regarding the relationship status and its constant fluctuating state uh, between Rihanna and Drake is due to the fact that both of them have very different perspectives of what a relationship is, you know? Like, Drake seems to really take to heart every fling, every moment he has with Rihanna, whereas she kind of writes these off as just, like, happenings, you know? Like, she told Vanity Fair in November 2015 that her last real official boyfriend was Chris Brown. So right. that and this means is after she's been seen with Drake kissing and things right. many times. And others, too. So, you know, poor, poor Drizzy. <laughs> poor Drizzy. Sidebar, can I sidebar? Can I go on a sidebar? Please do. Can I go on a tangent? So, speaking of getting into their fields and having different perspectives, this week, Travis Scott released his album. Mm. and It's a banger. And, yes, it, it's really good. Please listen. Not, even if you're not a Travis Scott fan, I guarantee you'll like this. I'm going to say I something a little bit crazy, but I think it's the closest analog to Kanye's My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy Ooh. we've seen basically since that came out. Not to say it's as good as that record, but a lot of the same ideas and approach. Oh, how do you how do you uh, come to that conclusion? Um, because this new Travis Scott record super collaborative, and mm-hmm. he re- all the features they really shine on it, and I and I think that's one of Travis's best talents is, you know, putting his guests in a position for them to really show their talents. Right, right. Yeah. I have to agree with that after listening to the album. Yeah. Every single feature really like puts their own personal spin on the mm-hmm. song in a way that's pretty fantastic. Kendrick Lamar hits an incredible falsetto on the track Goosebumps. Mm. It's pretty amazing. You got to hear it for yourself. Got to hear it. But I digress. 
So, what you know, Travis, like, as most artists do when they release an album, has been on the press tour and, you know, just been talking. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and he says that Travis Scott cheated on him with Drake. Travis Scott was opening up for Rihanna during her anti-tour this year, and he says while they were on tour, she used to bring Drake out and spend hours with him in her dressing room. Oh my gosh. How can you be dating a girl and she's doing that? You're not dating her then. Nah. Uh, she used to bring him out on stage and grind on him, and that angered Travis. Do so you think will... Needed Me is about Travis Scott? Hmm. The Rihanna song? I could see it. I could see it too. That would be kind of awkward, but based <laughs> off what's been happening, I could see how she could do this because Travis produced a lot of that album. Mm-hmm. So it would be so hilarious if she was dissing him on songs that he was actually producing for yep. her. But based on what she was doing during a tour, I wouldn't put her past her. Mm-mm. She Ugh. is a bad girl. Bad girl, Vivi. Also, Travis Scott basically pull, pulled um, Rihanna off of his album and replaced her with Cassie. Cassie. There's yep. two tracks Twice. on there featuring Cassie, and he says it's because he needed someone who sounded like Rihanna. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's a win or an L for Cassie. Um, I don't hear on many songs. These I would days. say it's kind of an L because you're basically just a like Light. second choice. Yeah, your diet Rihanna. Yeah, diet Rihanna. Yeah. Oof, ouch. Awkward. All right, so bring us into 2016. 2016, uh, work drops in January. Yeah, one Word of them. Comes that's out. their probably their most fire collab. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And things were heating up in their right. relationship. Didn't Rihanna as well. just win the award for work? Uh, she just won the Video Vanguard Award yep. at the VMAs. Yep. Yep. And you know Drake who else won that? that Michael keynote. Jackson. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. For what? Just I don't know. I would bet Thriller. Thriller I think probably. Thriller inspired the award, actually. Ah. Yeah. Well, that's cool. That was a total guess, but I think I'm right. It's like <laughs> when you play in Jeopardy at home and you kind of know, right, but you right. don't really know. But I feel like that's probably right. I feel, yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So, work drops. And and what what continues after that? Basically, they're just, like, seen together a lot, Yeah, right? they're seen together. And basically, we get to the present day, essentially, which was the VMA presentation where Drake declared love for Rihanna. Well, yeah. but I skip mean, anything? I think there, yeah, a few things in between. A few um, maybe friend zone <sighs> moments for Rihanna. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, in on March. stage yeah. in Miami, um, Drake goes in to kiss Rihanna while he's like guest appearing at her concert and she ducks away mm. <laughs> which you know kind of reminds me of this more recent video award thing the for the vmas where right. he kind of goes in on stage for a kiss and he's being real extra he he reaches in like this is his wife of 20 years <laughs> and she's like whoa <laughs> and slowly backs away but like kind of allows it to happen which is like Hmm, what does this mean to all of the onlookers? Why do you think she's like that? I don't know. I mean, maybe she's just like, I'm just trying to do me and like, let me accept this award and let it be about me and not about us because like, there's not really an us. Yeah. You know? I really think that's like a major, major driving factor in this because it it is like... In the moment where Rihanna is receiving an award, for you to like basically try to go official with her, it's presumptuous. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Mm. Oh, Drake. All right. So April 2016, views drops. Views dropped on my birthday. Right, which was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, Rihanna appears as a feature on "Too Good," which is a great song. Um, a lot of Caribbean flair. Nobody's really surprised that Bad this happens. Man. <laughs> 
bad man thing. Right, right. And so again, um, here's another Drake not learning his lesson moment where he appears on stage in Manchester with Rihanna um, during a cameo performance and he reveals his feelings to the crowd saying, shout out to the most beautiful, talented woman I've ever seen. She goes by the name of Rihanna. I'm getting my heart broken. <laughs> that's just awkward <laughs> why are you always taking it to this length drake why it's like so cringy mm-hmm. i just Cringe don't understand the max. i just don't understand him right right so okay e-news a source with e-news confirmed that drake said or that drake is still in love with her and has never stopped being in love with her rihanna's the one that's been um not wanting to settle down in the past hmm makes sense to me it does well that's our Drake Rihanna timeline. I hope you all uh, really. I hope that was informative. Right. Yeah. I'm sure it was. I'm sure. I I found it to be very eye opening about the two, in terms of like their emotional state mm-hmm. in chronological order. Right. What's the best way to uh, interpret the present? I guess you by learning from the past. Right. I right. feel like we did a lot of that. Yeah, yeah. So so what do you think? Like now they're technically officially together, right? But only kind of right they're only kind of together because we haven't heard from rihanna and i think that's important because according to drake they've been together like three times but according to rihanna they have never been together so until rihanna makes it official i don't think it really counts fair right fair 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 what do you so do you think she will i think she might i think um, there are a few things that kind of point to their relationship moving towards something more serious. Um, one thing I would point out is that they've come out with a lot of matching outfits. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, this is fashion rap, so that's a, a right. major deal to us. Right, right. A pretty big deal. There are multiple uh, examples of this. There's, <laughs> you know, ex-girl, she's the female version of me. <laughs> 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 the, the funny, once again, Drake like being way too presumptuous because like I don't think Rihanna is a female version of him. Nah, nah. If think, anything, she's maybe cool she's trying or he's trying to he be the he was male version of Rihanna. Right? He really wishes he was the male version of Rihanna. That is way closer to the truth. Yep, yep. So there was this um, yellow fit where Rihanna was wearing like a goldish yellow satin top, um, really low cut with a collar, very fire by the way. Um, and Drake, at the same event, was seen wearing a yellow sweatshirt, <laughs> um, <laughs> as is classic to Drake <laughs> and his closet. Um, and there, another example is him wearing this pink sweater and Rihanna's wearing a pink duster coat. Hmm. Yeah, she even in the fits where they're, like, coordinating, she still crushes him. Right, right? Always, yeah. So oh, what was that one video? Um, what, was it the one their first video together what's my name or uh-huh. was it for take care where he wore the shearling jacket or the oh, jacket God. with like the yeah 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 that was awful <laughs> yeah it was it looked so ridiculous oh another thing about that i learned while doing this timeline is that drake um used to dress horribly right true horribly. and he's still not that great but like he's improved definitely. yeah he's definitely improved uh, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to transition by uh, playing a song that might maybe be about Rihanna. You're listening to WXYC, Chapel nice. Hill. <laughs> 